0: Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad here with Doug. Hey. Doug recently made his way through Risk of Rain 2. Yes. Which is a game I'm not interested in.
1: That's fine. (laughs) And and unlike the Hades one, we're not gonna try I'm not gonna try and pitch you this game. This is a game you would not like, and many people would not, but it's amazing.
0: I do have to say I'm curious though, because I did play Risk of Rain, and that was like 2D roguelike. And this one's like 3d right didn't they they like completely switched it up right
1: this is the best sequel that's ever been made yes
0: so that didn't answer my question
1: (laughs) yes it's in 3d it is yes and i the way the reason i said that was because this is the type of sequel you haven't seen since like going from super nintendo to playstation where the second game's in 3d um it completely changes how you think about it um but yeah it's basically risk of rain 2 is essentially just a three it is to the bare bones a 3d version of risk of rain
0: Okay, so that I feel like again takes some explaining cuz yeah. I, I feel like that's like going like, "Oh yeah, Super Mario World is just a 2D Super Mario 64. They're the same game otherwise." And it's like that's, that's 100% fair. different yeah. than the other thing. That, no that's fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> okay, so what Risk Rain 2 is, it's a roguelike game, which means that you um you basically go on runs. And on a run, you get um random power-ups and sometimes you get to the end, sometimes you die horribly in some random accident. Is it all um, random? No. So, okay. So, um, what is there's, um, the levels themselves are not randomized. I think there's like certain doorways that might open, but there's, I'd say like five, five or six levels and they'll randomize which ones you get like on your way to the boss. Like, let's say you'll go through three levels and those, those levels might be randomized between themselves, but after a while you get to kind of understand the level itself. Like the level geometry is the same between Mm -hmm. is like the same once, once you get there. Um, the thing that is randomized though, is where the chests are placed and then what you get out of the chest. So like your power-ups are going to be randomized. Um, but you have like you have like a bunch of, you have a few main characters. And I would say the basic weaponry of your characters doesn't change. So unlike something like, um, um, like there's other roguelites, like, well, like the way I'm shooting is now completely different by the end of the run my character shoots basically the same. It's a lot of like the buffs on top that like kind of change differently. Like how I'm playing, okay. but like the way I shoot is going to be the same. So like, I'm not going to suddenly get a machine gun and like, Oh shit. I had a pistol to start with and now a machine gun that's plays totally different. So it's just like, you choose your character, your basic weaponry is the same. Um, but then how that weaponry is essentially modified, I'd say, like that single shot or that single shotgun blast. It's mm-hmm. still shotgun blast at the end of the game, but that shotgun blast now poisons them and sets them on fire and explodes them and all this other cool stuff. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So when you say five different levels, is it like, like how big are these levels?
1: So... So if you're hunting
0: because um, you're hunting for like the chest essentially is the goal, right? In each level, if, if it's, if I remember the first one, right, it's like once you get to the chest, you get your new power up, you boom into the next area, right?
1: No. So like, so what it is, <laughs> what you're doing. No, you're totally wrong. <laughs> just shut up. You're wrong. Yes. So what it is, so it's actually, it's actually really cool. I think, I think Rescue Rain does a lot of cool, clever stuff. So um, what the goal of each level is just to find the teleporter. So once you go to the teleporter, you activate the teleporter, there's a boss battle, you beat the boss, you go to the next level. Um, but you can spend as much time as you want in the level. And sometimes, yeah. I don't know, there's probably like 10 power-ups. So you can explore the entire level, pick a power-up, so your character actually, the longer you stay in the level, the more powerful your character becomes. But the mm-hmm. thing that's really neat is that you don't have a timer for how long you can stay in a level, but what happens is that the difficulty is just gradually going up and up and up and up. So like you'll see like a bar that's kind of like ticking forward. So it'll be like yep. easy, medium, hard insane inferno and then like it's like in a really crazy 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 ones um so it's it's kind of cool so it's basically up to you to if you want to power up your character you're taking the risk of eventually by the time you get to the final boss it being very difficult but you also have the weaponry now because you've spent this time collecting all those weapons and stuff to actually beat them so 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 it's kind of cool so i feel like you have a lot more control um well mm -hmm. that's not true but um, um, it feels like it's a little bit more guided because you also have a lot of options too. Like i say like when you pick up a chest or sometimes a chest is like it, the thing that's really fun. And I know that this is something you, I know you hate and a lot of people hate it explains nothing. So you don't know what a power up does until you pick it up and then you learn. It's like, okay, the teddy bear, I know what that does when I pick it up. So when I'm given an option between a teddy bear, a nail and a piece of steak, I know I actually want the teddy bear in this one. And the, only way you know that is because you've played the game a few times and you understand what they different, what the different ones do.
0: Do you have to, like, take one out to replace it? So, like, do you, like, get screwed and go, like, ooh, I've never seen the stake before. I'm going to lose my whatever to replace it with a stake. And then you get it and you're like, well, I'm just screwed this run.
1: They're all buffs. Everything you pick up is a buff. There's no – you don't need to trade anything. So, oh, okay, like, good. by the end of the game, you have, like, 30 buffs. And it's, nice. like, okay. super, super fun. Um, I think the thing that's that's really fun about the game is that the game, like, really, really escalates. So, um, by the end – like, when you're – for in the first level, you're just like doing like plink plink plink, and like you're fighting like maybe one guy at once, and you're like, oh god, even this one guy's about to kill me. Like the game when I when I first bought it, I actually had the exact same um um how would you say this like journey I had with Risk of Rain One, where you play Risk of Rain One, you die like you play Risk of Rain, you die immediately. You're like, what the yeah. fuck? That was the first level. I died in like the whole timer, the thing said easy. I was like oh shit <laughs> like, <laughs> um but the thing is like when you start you just don't know anything so like you don't know like when you're picking up a buff like you're trying to read what that is like how the hell does that thing help me in this situation yeah. it doesn't make sense who do i need to attack what does this mean um so like the you're you, it's the thing where you're leveling up you're learning how the game works you're learning how mm-hmm. it is so like i can pretty consistently get to the final boss now um but it's cool because, like, once you sort of see how these how these different power cycles stack on top of each other and how, like, if you're given an option between three, you can kind of figure out, it's like, okay, the way my character is now is, like, really defense heavy, so I, but I need some attack. So yeah. I'll get an attack one. Or, like, hey, I'm doing a ton of damage, and, like, I could just do a little bit more damage, a little bit more sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So when I shoot them, like, their face explodes, and then they send off, like, electric bolts to everybody around them. And then while that's also going on, everybody else is also exploding. So it's just fun at the end. It's holding down the trigger to seeing explosions all over the place by the end. It's it's so cool.
0: Is it yeah. like pacing wise? Is it? I'm picturing like Serious Sam, Painkiller, like super fast action game. Is that?
1: No, it's kind of weird. It's I, I almost call it like more Diablo like. Like there's definitely a skill base to it for okay. sure um but um i turned up the auto like the your your character you have some characters that kind of there's a little bit of an auto aim to it yeah so a lot more is it's more dodging that i would say like okay. well i guess that i guess that is kind of like serious sam as long as you're doing damage <laughs> yeah. you're doing okay um, yeah it's so like a lot of like just like running backwards and going oh shit oh shit oh shit um <laughs> <laughs> that's that's um,
0: literally serious sam <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: i was, I was I'll, I'll say they're in the same bucket but i'd say there i'd say even serious sam's like a little bit more skill based like of like you need to aim really well yeah and this one you don't really need to aim really well you just need to understand like how your buffs are like working and playing off each other kind of like a diablo where like you know you have your character slots i mm-hmm. i don't like diablo i think diablo is boring i think it has more skill than diablo <laughs> for sure <laughs> it has more skill than that like it's if it's a, it's was, a skill based game. But, yeah. If
0: anybody was going to pick something out of this, they would pick out Diablo is boring. That's what they would pick out <laughs> of this. Like who cares about a straight thing Doug thinks Diablo is boring. Well, um, Diablo is just yeah. Diablo Diablo is is too much that
1: it's too much that like completely dependent on that. So like yeah. there's not there's no like there's not a lot of skill to Diablo at least in the the campaign. Um, <laughs> but this one, it felt like if you don't
0: pay attention, you're 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 going to get nuked like pretty quickly. So you said it escalates really well. Yeah. Um, are are the bosses ordered because you kept referring to a final boss so like the Mm -hmm. levels are random but like you always go boss one boss two boss three boss four
1: no um well kind of it's kind of like when you do boss one you have a chance of getting like one of three bosses when you do boss two you have a chance of like one of three bosses boss four sort of thing but it's kind of fun like once you get good at the game um where there's these like crazy modifiers like there's these things where the the thing that's kind of fun it's like risk of rain like there's a lot of um I I think, I think it's not a coincidence that the game actually has to like risk in the title because there's a lot of things like you can do, like this is going to make this way harder for a split second. If I do this one thing, (laughs) but I know the reward's going to be super sweet. Um, so so there's a lot of cool stuff, like cool modifiers and stuff. That's like, all right, man, if you want to take this chance and do this, (laughs) you know, okay. Um, but it's, it's cool rewards. I think, I think the, um, the one thing that the game does that's like really, really cool is a tons of, tons of weird secrets, which I think is one of the things I really do like about these sort of roguelike games yeah. is because of that randomization. So well, there's a one in a hundred chance you might find a mysterious key that goes to a mysterious portal that you only see one time ever. And then you go to that mysterious portal and oh my God, that happens sort of thing. Or oh my God, you found a secret level and, and that kind of thing. Or you found a secret item and and that kind of thing. But so I
0: kind of found it. Cause it just kind of randomly popped up and you didn't actually yeah. really do anything to find it. And it's not like you actually explored for it. You just randomly got lucky that it popped up there.
1: Sure. But <laughs> it's the same, but, but the thing that's kind of interesting is cause you played the game so many times. Like I, I think I have like 20 hours into it. Um, I beat it a few times, but I think the thing that's kind of unique about it is like, it's not not only does every run feel different because of that like randomization aspect, but every once in a while you'll just see something like completely new. Like you'll see a, a new enemy. Like that's I played true. this game for twenty hours going through these these levels. I'm very well versed in, and then it's like oh something new happened. That's kind of cool. And, and that's the thing I really enjoyed about it's like there's something new, and it was really cool because um, on my last run through I did multiplayer for the first time, and um, the thing that's kind of fun is the art style is like really kind of. I'm not gonna say PS One. It's really low poly. I would say it's not the prettiest looking game um because like oh when you get in the final world and you're shooting a bunch of stuff it lets it go crazy yeah but when you have like three people playing the game and every and like they don't they don't modify it where like okay uh, we're just gonna have the same amount it's like we just gonna add three times as many power-ups so it just gets like absolutely bonkers <laughs> and there's just things like exploding and stuff and it's um it's just it's it's cool because it, it's like it that's kind of saying like what it like it escalates like you i kept finding things new because like playing on multiplayer was totally different than i played before because i because i was mm-hmm. playing the guy who knew some cool tricks and some things that i had never done before oh, that's cool um yeah it's just a it's a very very slick game um i think there's anything else that's like really cool that i liked about it it's just fun <laughs> it's just like a good it's a good podcast game for sure as well yeah it's like like rocket league or whatever else yeah, just like just put some tunes on and just you know <laughs> like
0: give, give it a good half hour an hour and just chill
1: you can have runs go up to like an hour and a half i will say like <laughs> 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 and uh and the one thing i will say the one thing that i think this is a little bit more brutal when it comes to these types of games is that there was a lot of times when i died and i didn't know it happened and that felt bad um yeah, yeah. and that's like it sucks especially if you're like an hour and a half into a thing and then uh and the thing i think like with hate with hades i always felt like i knew i was about to die um but in this one there's not like a ton of indicators and just because of the randomness and there can be like a thousand enemies at, at once No, not a thousand it's like yeah 20 <laughs> but like you could just get a bad thing where there's like let's say three heavy guys in that and they just all happen to fire shoot their fireballs at the same time and you had a thousand health and now you have negative 200 health and like you're like okay how was i supposed to know that's gonna happen Sort of thing,
0: and um, that's the reason I hate these games. Oh yeah, no,
1: I don't think you'd like this one. I would. I wouldn't push this one on you, but I don't. You know there's people out there who might find it interesting. I
0: mean, it, everybody has their thing, and like, it's one yeah. of those things where like I, I struggle with going back and replaying the same thing, after an hour and a half. Like I can go back and yeah. like, trials. Like I'll do that same forty sec, thirty seconds of a stupid course a so hundred fifty thousand times because it's thirty yeah. seconds. I will not do this game. More. I played risk of rain twice.
1: <laughs> I, you played, I actually thought you played more than that, but I could see that for sure. I think I,
0: I, think I died once in like 10 minutes and then I died once in like 40 minutes and realized nothing carried over and I'm just back. Well, oh, I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think the thing that, I think the thing that I, that I like though, and I can, I can totally understand that is the, but during that period is like, I feel like I was like learning so much about the game and like figuring it out. And yeah. that, to me, it's, a, it's like a puzzle game. It's like, what are the mechanics? Which I also don't like. Sure. So that- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's just that the thing with these games that they're so mysterious and it's fun, like learning the mystery, so I don't die immediately. And like, okay, I now it. I kind of understand how these mechanics work. And then you learn how to exploit those mechanics. And that's and that's the thing that makes those those games fun. But again, that. like and I can also understand when somebody's like, Aren't you just doing the same thing over and over again? It's like, yeah, but every time you're learning something new, and then you can apply that in the next run. <laughs> but this time I learned what the stake did. <laughs> yeah, no, ex- exactly. But now it's like, I know the stakes really good, and you know that one time. I didn't have the stake, and I chose something else. But I probably should have chose Had the steak. Had I chose the stake, and I knew it, yeah, I would have won. It. And
0: damn it, I got to yeah. start over.
1: <laughs> it's a very, it's a very cool game, and I think one of the things I said earlier, it's like probably one of the best sequels I've played. Is that just because um, it was so neat, just seeing a game that went from 2D to 3D. Like, when's the last time you saw that? Like PS1, PS2 yeah, era. It,
0: it would have been yeah, like Super Nintendo to n 64,
1: yeah. PlayStation,
0: PlayStation 2. It's those yeah. generational leaps, and I don't think. Really, since the 360 PS3, we've really seen those big generational leaps in terms of gameplay style. It's more just, hey, this is prettier. I think you might get that more when VR becomes more and more of a thing. Sure. I think that'll be the next time you really are able to see those kind of jumps. But 2D to 3D seems to, I mean, it's such a huge step that you're not going to get something that does it like that.
1: Yeah, and it and it's cool like seeing and it's cool because I really enjoyed the first game seeing how those those characters translate to three D. And it's just it's a it's a unique experience, like if you just haven't not Because I think that's such an old way of like looking at games of that like, you know, let's take these these mechanics from this two D game and apply them in a three D three D way and just like, kinda of doing that. It was just it was very cool. And then seeing the monsters I enjoyed from the first game and like the ones that are the ones that were a pain in the ass in the two D version aren't necessarily a pain in the ass in this version, <laughs> but because they, because they have similar mechanics, but it's interesting because there's characters, in the 2d one, but because you now put them in a 3d place, they actually are much more annoying (laughs) or vice versa. So it's cool. Like seeing which characters are like, Oh, these are the rough. This is no problem to like, Oh, why is this is now my new enemy while they were just like nothing in the
0: previous ones. Um, yeah. how much how much carryover is there from the first one like is it like i don't i don't honestly know anything about lore or anything like that is it just like similar characters similar world design and it's, such um, or is it like there's lore and story and stuff i don't
1: lore and story kind of i would say the lore in on this one is like i i think risk of rain does a bad job of it um because it's a lot of codex stuff so like you uh, kill an yeah. enemy and like you get their codex and it's like three pages like it's cool that you wrote three pages, but like I don't <laughs> want to read. It's kind of like what Doom Doom 2016, the same issue they had, where it's like, you have some cool stuff in here, but it's like, I don't want to read three pages in your Every cool shooter minutes. game. Yeah. Um, yep. But I will say like what they did is like the world is like, it's very much the same characters. It's the same enemies. It's the same, cool. like your, your kind of core group of people. But they Mm -hmm. added, like, three additional ones on there. So it's just kind of neat revisiting these characters and relearning them. So, like, how you knew them in a 2D context is now different when you play them in a 3D context. So, I mean, I understand, like, if you haven't played the first one, so you're not really... You may not get that with, like, playing the second one. Um, But it was just cool because it's just something I hadn't experienced before. Because, like, I like my turret guy. But the way a turret guy works in a 2D game is totally different than a turret guy works in a 3D game. It was just kind of fun relearning. Like, seeing that character in a new context and kind of relate. And and that's what I'm saying. It's like such a fun sequel is because it, a lot of the, I would say like maybe 80% of the bestiary and characters are from the first game. So like you see those characters and now they're in a new context and all this other stuff to me, like what I thought sequels used to be kind of thing. And they just don't see that that often anymore.
0: Interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, we are workforce gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at workforce gaming, subscribe to us wherever you're listening and we will see you later.
1: Bye.